Jeffrey Scott Mitchell, and I'm feeling goodish today. Yesterday, I had one of my sinus headaches, and though these headaches don't put me in severe pain, it's more of a discomfort, nasal pressure, pressure behind my eyes, but more so, it's a heaviness, and it takes my usually good spirits away. It's like it dampens my overall energy energy and energetic lifestyle pursuit i'm making up words as you can see it's sunny i'm feeling good der than yesterday gooder means that i'm feeling better than good good is feeling better than okay i'm used to feeling gooder I'm used to having my energy up. Wake up in the morning. Ooh, it's today. Let's go, let's go, let's go. What are we gonna do today? What are we gonna do today? Thinking about things I need to do. Wake up even excited about having to work in storage over the weekend. That tells you something right there. That should tell you something right there. Where you gotta, when you wake up, not able to wait to get to work in your storage. That's feeling good. My name is Jerry Scott Mitch. I'll finish this up later. Where was I? Okay, I was saying that usually I feel really good and for like months and months and months I felt really good and you forget I forget how good feeling good feels until I don't feel good anymore. When that energy is gone. And yesterday was one of those days after a couple weeks. For a while there, I think I was even back in Ohio. Wherever I was, my sinuses was acting up. And it was to the point to where my nose would start running. I started feeling that nasal drip in the back or whatever. Look at the weather calendar. It's gonna rain in a day and a half. It's almost like clockwork. And I guess as I get older, through my life I haven't had that many ailments. Or I haven't had that many impediments to my health or happiness. Maybe getting older, this is what it's about. Maybe you gotta handle them. I got good insurance. I'll go to the doctor. Got no problem with that. Working on some other stuff anyway. Working on, um, working on, uh, my teeth. Thinking about getting, uh, the tummy tuck and stuff. So, you know, I'm paying attention to myself. And I'm trying to keep the body going. Because I figure I gotta work at least until I'm 70 get the maximum retirement of social security plus i don't need to retire anyway i can't even handle two days off let alone the rest of my life oh i'll get something to do on the side oh i'll travel oh wow yeah you will <laughs> good luck with that 
people who so want to retire. I wish you well. I'm just saying it don't work for me. I don't think it'll work for me. I need to get up, have something to go after. I need to get up, have something to go after. And it's nice that there's a metric in there with a high level of competition, quote unquote, competition, co-workers who also can provide relatively competitive performance scores. To wake up, to drive that, to be happy with the company and the people you work with, working from freaking home, making more money than you ever made, doing a job that you love. And the part about your job that you love the least, you're finding out might be one of the reasons why you're still happy in the damn job after seven years. Because usually, you know, four or five years, three, four or five years, I got it all figured out and I'm ready to go. You know, I'm like, my daughter, I just got a flash on my screen. It said my daughter posted something. I couldn't understand what it said. It said, Kimberly, blah, blah, and blah, blah, others. And it stopped. So I'm like, is it her birthday today? <laughs> I thought it was going to say, Kimberly and so-and-so else have birthdays today. Or something. I'm like, did I miss something? But, yeah, the job, like I said, the thing that I may least like about the job may be the thing that keeps me going. Talking to people, those phone calls. They are incessant sometimes. It's one after the other. People t telling you what they need. They need this. You know, pulling from you constantly. And with the metric I set for myself and the level of performance that I strive to achieve, you know, I just got to bang them out. I got to bang them out. Looked at my performance review. The early metric from last month, February, I got 100%. The thing that was keeping me back to my job performance was at the end of my call, I wasn't saying, is there anything else I can help you with? That was like a 20% hit or something. So for a few months there, I was like, I ain't saying it. But I looked at my performance numbers. I was like, okay, damn it. I'm going to say it, but I ain't going to like it. Even told my bosses that. And I tease them about it. As soon as I see them, is there anything else I can help you with? Tell them how happy I am saying that after every damn thing. As patronizing as it is, even people know it. Some people go, no. Because they know it's just a script. And sometimes I can slip it in there and it doesn't sound so scriptish. Sometimes I put it in there deliberately to sound scriptish and intrusive and interruption-y. Interruption-y. I just made it up. You can use it. Send me royalties. But, so now my performance is up like 98. It was 98, 99. And now 100. Last month I had a top performance in the whole, my whole team. And I wasn't getting that consistently because I wasn't saying that. Is there anything else I can help you with? 
So life is good, sunshine, I feel good. Just got, I got back from New Orleans a couple weeks ago, whatever. P-Funk, good show, hanging out. Food, just life is just good. And I know it. And I even know it when the sinus thing happens and my energy is down. And I'm laying in the bed thinking, oh God. Oh, you know, not having pity on myself, but wallowing in whatever that is. And I just feel so, ugh. But then I know that I've been to the Eiffel Tower. I've been to Stonehenge. I've seen the pyramids. And I'll continue to do stuff like that. But even with all that going on, and all the capability and resources I have, and the foundation of my life, which is strong and so so good and orchestrated the way I want it constructed to respond to my passions and to my needs and the organization and managerial of my objects and my possessions and everything the whole thing sometimes with all that even though like next week I'm flying to so and so place to do this even with all that going on there are moments where I can sink down and wallow in not pity, but despair. And it truly feels like that it'll never, I'll never get be happy again. I'll never be happy gooder. I'll never be gooder again. It truly feels that I'll never be gooder again. So, like now I'm walking, I'm feeling a little bit of nasal stuff going on. Not quite irritation, but I can feel stuff going on. Watch this. <coughs> nope, that wasn't nothing. That was mostly spit. But you get the point, don't you? Ladies I'll be and back. gentlemen, welcome. Okay, I'm back. TV. Forget where I left off. But it was probably talking about feeling gooder and not feeling gooder and how I'm walking, feeling my nasal things do things. And then let my head fill in the rest with, with what it thinks comes next. And that's usually pain or anticipation of pain, even though there is none. Because it's like you get used to it or you learn the pattern and then you fill in the rest. And it's usually not the most optimistic of Forge, for view, for tension, preview, the most optimistic anticipations. But you do what you got to do. I'm out here feeling pretty good. It's sunny. Truly Otis Gracius plays the night with Delta Nove. Delta Nove at the Mint. I get off at 8. I should be able to jump in the car and get down there. Question is, will I? Will I actually do that? Or will I just chill just and do what I do yeah. after I get off work in preparation for the next day so that I can be prepared to deliver the best performance that I am willing to give? <laughs> Notice I say, I never, I never give 100%. Very rarely have I given 100%. I don't think it's possible to give 100%, but actually you can do the best you can. You can do the best you can to go 100% at it. And there are, have been a couple times in my life where I did that. But mostly, 
is do the best you can and funk it. Now, usually the best I can can get up to like 120, 130%, but it can't sustain it. So I'll pull it back and have, bring time in for myself and other things. Because it's too much to do to where you can give 100%. How can you give 100% to one thing? You can't, you have to, there's too many things going on in your life. You gotta give 100% to life and every piece gets its part. Like my job. Say like right now, I'm, I have to say, just say for example, that I have the best performance. I'm still not giving, I'm still not giving 100%. I, I still feel I can do more and do better. No matter what I do, I always feel I can do more and better. So I think that's what I'm trying to say. I always feel like I can do more and better. And the job, I know there's a lot of things I can do to be a, to improve my performance, to be that super asset, to be that guy, to be whatever, whatever, whatever. But, and say, for an example, that I'm the top performer in my group, or one of the top performers in my group, and I'm not giving 100%. What does that tell you? That's the kind of life I'm used to living anyway. Let's just face it. <laughs> Let's just face it. My name is Jeffrey. I'll be back. Welcome to Jeffrey I guess that's what I'm trying to say. What if you're a top performer in your group and you're not giving 100%? That's basically what it's been on my life. Now, there's been a couple projects that where I've given 100%. And these projects are very usually projects for me. Working on other people's stuff does not motivate me to do 100%. It, 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 well, it does, see my nose running? It does, but it comes in spurts. There's some stuff I've been working on for me where I woke up, my first thought was on it. and just pounded it 100%, just went at it. This job I got was probably the most I've given an employer, especially the first two years of this thing, I had to be on my toes every day I walked in that place because I knew where I wanted to be and knew where I wanted to get. And co-workers there, they know they shit. Very professional, very accommodating, just best place to work. And I wanted to be there. I was making more money than I ever had. It's just so nice. No complaints. It's just sickening, it's so good. It literally is sickening. It makes me mad sometimes. <laughs> it makes me mad sometimes. It is just so good. But it's all about, no, it's not all about anything. In fact, my saying might be, what if everything meant nothing? What if everything meant nothing? What if there's no point, no meaning? What if there's no goal? What if there's no reason? What if there's no reason, no goal? Is my nose running, can y'all see it? 
I'll still post it. Well, at least I'll post the audio. I might be too sensitive to post it. Nah, I'll still post it. I posted nothing. I said, anyhow. But what if all this don't mean nothing? What if it all is a big zero anyway? And the concept and meaning is something we created. It doesn't really need to exist. Who knows? Well, now I'm getting some mucus back up. Anyway, my name is Jeffrey. Swing on y'all two times. I'm gonna do this fast. Swing on y'all two times. For me and for the funk. And for every elementary particle or atom that has ever existed in this or in any universe that ever was, is, or will be. The totality of it all, y'all, is about every freaking thing. I love it. Theory of universe. The hypothesis of all as one. My name is Jeff.